Let us pray. O God, our help in ages past, our hope, our hope for years to come, our shelter from the stormy blast, and our eternal home. Amen. It is a blessing to be with you once again on New Year's Eve. I believe this is my third opportunity to give a word from God on this night as we come to the end of the secular year and we await the coming of the secular New Year. Notice I said secular because we had a New Year in the church, right, in November. And so we have to remember as God's people, we live in Caesar's world and we can keep the things of Caesar's, but we must also keep the things of the church as well. Amen. So being this is my third time with you, I was talking with my wife, uh, one of the ministers on your staff, and she reminded me that I could not preach about newness. I've done that already here. So there'll be no talk about new things and new beginnings tonight. There'll be no talk about resolutions tonight because most of us will not keep them, amen? We will not keep our New Year's resolutions. And so, also, I thought about a wonderful title, but it's not going to work. I thought about a title, Out with the Old and In with the New, but that's been played out, right? So tonight, I want to talk with you briefly as we prepare to leave 2022 behind and enter 2023, I want us to just take a moment and pause and reflect upon the past year's Thanksgivings. Just think about the things that you are thankful for for 2022. And as we reflect upon the past year, though there were some challenges for us, I believe each of us has had some challenges, I believe that there is much for which to give God praise. Amen. We've got many things to praise God for. And for some, we praise God simply because of what God has done for us. See, it's during this time of the year we come to the last day, we begin to look back and see and think about all that God has done for us in 2022. And maybe for some of us, it was a great gift that we received, not necessarily in money, or in possessions, but it may have been the gift of a child or a grandchild or a great-grandchild. For some, we thank God that maybe we realize for the first time in 2022 that God is real, that I've been searching for you, God, and I wanted you to show up in my life, and I've been going to church, and now this year I saw a glimpse of you to know that you truly exist. Maybe we look back and we give thanks to God simply for healing, for God's grace, for God's mercy. Maybe we were forgiven this year by someone that we sought forgiveness, or even God, God's self. So as we leave 2022 behind and enter 2023, let us know and remember what Psalm 8 teaches us this day. So no talk of resolution, no talk of newness, 
What I want us to get from my sermon today, from the word of God, is that we go into the new year knowing. We go into this year knowing a few things. And one of the things that we go into, knowing that we were meant and created to praise God, to give God adoration. That's why you are here tonight. Because when we look at the world, many are preparing for the ball to drop and getting ready for parties and doing all of the things that we would do in this second. But you decided on this night to take a few minutes out of your schedule to come to church just before you go to the, I know some of you are going to the party. Uh-huh, some of you may be headed to Times Square. But you decided before you go there, you will stop by the church to give God your praise and your worship. See, I would tell my church folk, if, if I were in my church, I'd say you'd get extra crown, extra stars in your crown just for showing up tonight. Father William Weaver, one of my great mentors, would always open his prayers with Psalm 8. And I never had the opportunity to ask him why he would do that. But as I studied the psalm and as I preached on the psalm, I realized that is a psalm of praise. And so for him, a prayer was a praise to God. And so anytime he was asked to pray, he would always say, and he was one of those old preachers, you know, <laughs> he'd take his time. Oh, Lord, our God, how excellent is your name in all the earth. He would just take his time. It was a beautiful way to open up a prayer. And so tonight I want us to look at Psalm eight today and let us know that we ought to praise God. That's what the psalmist does in Psalm eight. He opens up with a praise to God. David is attributed to writing this psalm. And so we are, as we move into the new year, know that you ought to move in giving God praise. Praise. And we know that praise is not always instinctual. It might be elicited, nurtured, cultivated, even willed. But I'm not talking about that kind of praise. I'm talking about the praise that comes up out of us naturally, a natural praise to God, a praise which will come maybe at seeing one of God's beautiful creations in nature. Well, I remember when I was dating that lady and I wanted to impress her. She came out to New Mexico. She told me not to tell any personal stories. But she came out to New Mexico and I, it was her 40th birthday and I said, you know what, I want to impress her so I'm going to take her to the Grand Canyon. And we went out and we saw that open hole in the earth. And standing there and looking, you cannot look at something like that and not realize how small you are and how big God the Creator is. Oh, that's the kind of praise that comes up from looking at the wonders of the earth. Or maybe the kind of praise that you get when you see two lovers or you are in love and, you, and you're with that person and you just can't, you don't have any words to express, but you look at them and they look at you and you say, oh my God, there is something bigger than us that gives us this love. Or maybe it's the kind of joy that comes out of you when you see fr a friend that you've not seen for far too long. I often think of the praise that the prodigal father had when he looked out and he saw the prodigal son, a praise of gratitude and worship. This is the praise of the psalmist today. And so as we enter the new year, let us do so with neither a premeditated 
nor a studied kind of praise, but let's do so like the psalmist said with the praise of the, of the newborn babe. What does the psalm say? Out of the mouths of babes and infants, you have founded a bulwark because of your foes. This is the kind of praise that springs up from the center of our being. It might gush to the surface in great exclamation, or it may flow quietly. See, everybody's not as excited as we are. Sometimes praise just comes up and it just manifests in tears. Sometimes you can be in church and you know that God is so good and you have so much to be thankful for. As we come to the end of this year, we look back and all we can do is sit quietly and let the Spirit of God just overwhelm us. As you move into the new year, know that we are created to praise God. Know that we ought to give God thanks. So while the world is awaiting for the ball to drop, awaiting for the countdown, awaiting to sing all lands I, I hope I pronounced that correctly, awaiting to praise the new year, we in the church who can appreciate the awesome wonder of this God creator, we pause for a few moments like David to give God adoration and praise simply because God is and God deserves our praise. And we praise the creator, hear me now, and not the creation. Oh, the Grand Canyon is a wonderful thing. The pyramids I've seen in Egypt are magnificent creations. The rainforests are beautiful and needed, but we do not praise the creation. We praise the creator. For the creation can give us pause. The creation can cause us to wander. The creation can even distract us. But we praise and we worship the one who created. So as we enter 2023, let us do so with praise and adoration to God, the creator, with thanksgiving for God's creation. That's number one. Know that we were created for praise as we move into this new year. And my second and final point to you tonight is simply this. What are human beings that you are mindful of them, mortals that you care for them? That's the question that the psalmist asked God in this psalm today. Who are we, God, that God is so good to us? Has God been good to you? Has God been good to you in 2023, 2022? If you think back, everything didn't go the way you wanted it to go, but let me tell you, I know God has been good to you. You know how I know? Because you are here. You are alive. You are breathing. You could come to church tonight. No matter what illnesses we might have dealt with, no matter what financial struggles, no matter what difficulties, God is still good to us. And so we look at the psalmist, and the psalmist says, Why, O oh God, since you created all of this, and I look in the skies, and I see all of the stars, and I know that I can only see 0.001%, one-hundredths of a 
tenth of, of a percent of what you have created because I know that the universe is so big and I know that there are millions and millions of galaxies and stars out there. Why are you even bothered with me? Why do you even care about me? And so I want you to know in my second point, as you enter 2023, enter knowing that God has dignified the woman and the man by placing the divine image in each of us and making us a little lower than God, than the angels, right? This is another reason for us to praise and adore God. So yes, we don't know what 2023 will give us. It is a mystery. We don't know what the new year will bring. As every new year comes, we don't know. And we, but what we do know is that we might have cried, why me, many times in 2022. We may have said, why me, oh Lord? Why is this happening to me? Why did this happen to me? This is the question that we ask, why me, why me? This is the question we raise when we are suffering. But as we move into this new year with new expectations, giving praise and adoration to God, we ask the same question, but in a positive way. Why me, oh God? Why the human being, oh God? Why have you treated us so well, oh God? Tonight, that's the question we ask. Not from a place of suffering, not from a, oh, woe is me, why me, Lord, but from a place of joy, a place of amazement, a place of awe, saying, oh my God, all that you have created and all that you have done, but yet, God, you are still concerned about little old Terrence Alexander Lee, one person in all of God's creation. God is about you. God is concerned about each of you. If you are here tonight thinking that God might not be concerned, I'm here to tell you, oh, but Father Lee, Reverend Lee, you don't know who I am. That's all right. God is concerned about you. You don't know my thoughts and my shortcomings. That's okay. God is concerned about you. You don't know what I have done in the past. God is concerned about you. You don't know, but that's all right. God is concerned about you. The psalmist knew that. If you ascribe it to David, David knew it. And so, this is our message, that we are so blessed that God is even bothered. Because in the message translation, that's what it says, God, why are you even bothered with us? And God says, have you ever had a friend say, listen, I'm not bothered with you today. I'm not bothered, I'm not, I'm not dealing with you. But God never does that to us. God is always concerned about us. God says, yes, my child, I'm bothered with you. And then the translation says this, why take a second look our way? That's what the Message Bible says. Why do you take a second look our way, oh God? And God says, yes, I'm gonna take a second look at you and a third look, and I'm going to keep looking at you because I created you and you are in me. So, so much so, the psalmist says that you have just narrowly missed being God's. Did you know that? 
That's what it means. You have been made a little lower than the angel. Eugene Peterson translates and says that you have just missed being God's yourself. Oh, now you can stand up a little taller, right? Now the preacher told me I just missed being a God. Mm -hmm. Straighten up. All right. But that's who we are as the people of God. So yes, 2023 will come, and 2022 will be in the annals of history. Oh, this will happen in a few hours. We cannot stop it. But for those of us who believe, I want you to remember this tonight, that we ought to move into this year like David in this Psalm, Psalm 8, praising and adoring God for all that God has done and will do, knowing that though we do not know what this year will bring, we are reminded that we have been made a little more than God. And with that, we go into the unknown, knowing that God not only goes with us, but that God goes in us.